so I just pulled up that scary email. <laughs> and it, this person believes that the name tattooed inside your mouth is Hardwell. Ah, I'm busted. Oh my God. <laughs> Welcome back, girls and gays. Welcome back to another episode of Internetty. As our faithful listeners know, we are recording from our separate apartments, so we might sound a little bit off. Or extremely off, and we are so sorry about that, but we never claim to be perfect. But we do have a very special guest on the show today. A fellow icon, Francesca from Too Hot to Handle, is calling into the show today. We love a former hoe turned revolutionary villain icon. Just like us. <laughs> Just like us. <laughs> Should we begin? Let's do it. I'm Justin Moran. And I'm Peyton Dix. And this is Internetty, where each week we break down all the celebrities' stories, memes, and trends that you should give a shit about online. Okay, Justin, how are you? As always, I'm doing like, okay, stuck inside, losing my mind in New York. But I actually have to say that I've cooked two dinners in a row all by myself. Oh my God. Okay, adult. Look Which at is you. huge. <laughs> I got the recipes on Bon Appetit. Oh, okay. That's that's a big flex then. <laughs> right. It's a huge upgrade from um, handfuls of shredded cheese from a bag. So. Okay. See, that's what I was going to ask. What was your What was your norm? What were you doing before? Like literally just the worst things ever that I'm too embarrassed to even talk about on this podcast as a 25-year-old adult. That's fair. A lot of dairy enters your life. <laughs> a lot of dairy does enter my life. And on that note, as someone who I think avoided dairy for a long time and maybe still does avoid dairy, how are you doing? <laughs> Honey, I have never given up my girl dairy, first of all. Let's clear the air there. Um, I'm still making grave mistakes every day, but okay. <laughs> I feel, I feel okay. I feel like, you know, no one is good. I think okay is like the new good at this point. True. So I feel like I am as alive as I'm ever going to be. And <laughs> I'm just going to have to figure that. And I don't even know what that means, but I said it. So God, that's really sad. And I agree with you. Okay. Is the new good. All right. Well, tell me about your pit for this week. Justin, listen, <laughs> I've been through a lot in my time. I had a hard childhood and now I'm here and things have gotten worse. Oh God. <laughs> You're like, please shut the fuck up. You were fine and you are privileged. I was like, yeah, Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, Los Angeles was really hard for a girl like me. Um, <laughs> just kidding. But what is hard for a girl like me is Lily Singh remaking her quote classic dance hall tune about like bad gals and like in this crazy Jamaican accent, just like, being like, if you're thick, like, I'm with you. But if you're skinny, I'm with you, too. It was, like, so, like, faux feminism. It it was painful. And I was like, you know, if I had to endure this, like, the rest of you guys have to as well. So, like, I I did have to retweet with anger. And I did have to post on my story with even more anger. So Oh, my God. I haven't even seen it. I'm assuming the response was bad. Oh, of course. I love that the most recent headline I saw about it was comedian Lily Singh upsets Jamaican Twitter with dance hall inspired skit. <laughs> <laughs> what? Jamaican Twitter? Like, no, it offended literally everyone with eyes. Like, I don't know. I don't know what you were seeing. Um, and definitely wasn't a skit. It was supposed to be like, it, Deadass was supposed to be inspirational and being like, I think she even hashtag like girl gang or like girl love something, something homophobic <laughs> I don't know oh God. anyway the truth about me is I've never been a Lily Singh stan I really never will be 
I will take over her show. That seems to be the only solution. But yeah, I've, I've had enough is, is where I'm at. Talk to me. What is your pit? Well, in much more Caucasian news, um, <laughs> when, <laughs> James Charles has released episode one of his new reality show, Instant Influencer, on YouTube. Oh, God. Have you had the chance to check it out? You know what? Don't you dare fix your lips to ask me if I watch it. You know the answer. I know the answer is no, but I'm going to tell you about it. (laughs) Fine. Basically, like, okay, I think this show, I'm 25 years old, as I mentioned earlier, and there are certain things that make me feel young and things that make me feel old. Things that make me feel young, still eating shredded cheese from a bag. (laughs) Things that make me feel old, watching Instant Influencer on YouTube hosted by James Charles. Mostly because it's like, if this is really what the next generation is aspiring to, I think we're in a very, very dark place. Um, absolutely correct. Yes. What, like, is, what is like some shit that went down on it? Like what, what I mean, it's take away? <laughs> the, the, the premise of this, at least of episode one is they, the, these like, the next wave of beauty influencers come into the YouTube studios and they have to record and basically promo one item of makeup, whether it's like blush or mascara, and then edit the video themselves. And then they're in front of a panel of judges, which consists of James Charles and even Paris Hilton, who judge the quality of their YouTube video. Uh, wait, what did she have to say, actually? I'm very Paris <laughs> is so honestly sweet and loved everyone. Was like, found the good in everyone, whereas yeah, James Charles... And, you know, I have to respect James Charles for being, like, clearly a leader in this um, lane of influence. And it's weird when you break down. I hated that sentence, but continue. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it's true. Um, James is richer than we could probably ever dream to be. Yeah, yeah, true. He basically criticizes them for, like, you know, you said that you were ecstatic, but I didn't believe you. Or, like... You know, I, you need to be more confident. To be an influencer, you have to be confident. And it's kind of just like, damn, this is really it, huh? <laughs> so, Justin, are you considering being an influencer? or <laughs> I, I don't think I have the power to do it personally. Um, but, I mean, the contestants on the show are actually really cute. So, everyone, it's not an insult to them. But I think it's just more like, as I sit in quarantine, as we all of our lives move online, I'm like, yeah. damn, this is it. This is yeah. really it. I think I have enough going on. I think I'm going to leave that one to, for you to cover. <laughs> um, but in better news, what was your peak this week, Peyton? My peak, which which let's be clear, is also in its way a pit, um, was being born this oh week. Oh my God. True. <laughs> True. I came out of the womb last week. Welcome. Um, but I turned 26 this week, and there's a lot to say about that. First of all, having a birthday during quarantine is chaos, trouble, anxiety-inducing, and sad, just for the record. Um, It was definitely, like, nice in terms of, like, the things that you're able to do and, like, get from your friends. And, you know, I got to see my friends in in a very obscure way. Again, my girlfriend just drove me around Brooklyn for me to, like, wave out the window. And, like, it was so so sad. I was, like, weeping, but also, like, oh, my God, it's so nice to see faces, you know? Yeah. Um, So that was tough. but. It was nice to, um, I don't know, just like feel a heightened amount of love during this time, you know? God, that sounded so gay. Ew. I know. Well, <laughs> it's true. How does it feel to be 26? That's also the thing. It's like, I felt like 
actually 25 felt like a fake age to me like 25 feels like a number you make up you know mm-hmm. but it's like a youthful number you make up it feels like being 21 I don't know and then being 26 to me was like this is gonna be my year like peak adult like I might get verified nope that didn't happen did I have a the birthday I was supposed to have I was gonna be like in Hawaii with my family nope that didn't oh, happen no. so, like, so I was just like huh things are tough things are tough because i didn't get to be in hawaii and i'm not verified boo <laughs> right i'm like wait as you said <laughs> no, i was like think about people listening to this i'm like damn yeah like no but i've always been and always will be a vapid bitch don't ever think otherwise <laughs> don't ever play me for a polite girl but it's weird i feel like i i wanted to expect this like sense of adulthood now that i'm closer to 30 but i i don't feel it so well, I have a few more months of being 25, and I'm not looking forward to 26, but I'm hoping that there will be some bar open somewhere that I can, like, have a shot and dance at in June. Yeah. I have a lot of tequila sitting in my freezer that I'm like, but what can I really do with this, you know? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I, I have an idea for you. Well, hopefully we are out of this by the time you're 26. But by the way, what is your peak? My peak this week, the one thing bringing me joy in all of this darkness besides naked wines is the big baby terrorizing the internet. Ah! No! (laughs) Wait, I thought I had an ally in you for a second. No, Justin, you have literally created an enemy. (laughs) The big, big, beautiful baby. (laughs) Honestly, I've never seen you and that baby in the same room at the same time, so maybe it's you. I could be the baby. Maybe I'm the mother of the baby. And uh, speaking of the mother, apparently she made the account of the baby like a few days before it went viral. That's how quickly you can change your baby's life in 2020. Wow. That baby is really fucking big. It's really big. And I love like the commentary talking about like if that baby was in Roman times, it would be like the king of the world. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it would be like the, the uh, what's it called? Prophet. <laughs> right. Like the birth of that big baby would be a sign from above. Yeah. That, that's not right. I'm going to yeah, say. I know. But he's living his best life, it looks like. So he is. Walking, I guess. Somebody also said if we weren't in quarantine, I guess quarantine saved this baby from being called into the Ellen show. <laughs> oh my god what would that what would that look like i don't want to know actually i don't, don't want to know i don't want ellen and that big baby to link up <laughs> not that big baby on ellen's lap yeah <laughs> oh um, i really hate segueing from this big baby to francesca from too hot to handle <laughs> but i think that's what we're about to do <laughs> I, I think so and a part of me feels like it makes sense Okay, so if you haven't already, please go take care of your mental health and go to Netflix.com to watch Too Hot to Handle. It's basically Netflix's new reality TV venture that is just putting a bunch of like hot and horny fools who I am very jealous of (laughs) on an island in God knows where. I am very curious on the location. Um, And then for $100,000, they like can't touch or fuck or make out or do anything. Um, And it's just genius because it's pure chaos and we are obsessed with it here at Paper. (laughs) I also think the timing of the show is perfect because while nobody can kiss or fuck or do anything on Too Hot to Handle, similarly in quarantine, most people are not able to do any of that as well. Really resonating. (laughs) But anyway, we're so happy to have Francesca from Too Hot to Handle calling into Internetty. We're so blessed to have her here. 
Hi, guys. Hi. Thank you for coming on. Of course. Thank you for having me. And just really quickly, can you let our listeners know where they can find you online? Okay. So I have my Instagram, which is my name, just Francesca Farago. I'm also on like TikTok, but everything, all the links for all of my socials is in my Instagram bio. If you guys are curious and want to see me make a fool of myself on TikTok. We do. That's what we're we absolutely do. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on today. And everyone, please do yourself a favor and go follow her right now. She's so snatched. So welcome. How are you holding up? It's been crazy the past few weeks with the show coming out and everything like that. But yeah, just trying to stay busy, hanging out with my dog. Where are you quarantined right now? I'm quarantined in Vancouver, in Canada. Ah, Canada. Yeah. And that's where you're from originally? Yeah, I'm Canadian. So I like when the restrictions and the travel bans went up, I literally couldn't, I can't leave. I'm not even allowed to leave the country. So I'm like forced to be quarantined here. Oh, shit. I know. Wait, I didn't even think about that. I know, that's crazy. So I assume, are you not with Harry then? Yeah, so he, I was on the East Coast visiting my family when all of this stuff happened. And I flew back to Vancouver right away because I was like, okay, I'm going to fly to LA and maybe get stuck there. And then the travel ban happened. So I was dead ass stuck in Canada and he can't, he can't come here because he's not a Canadian citizen and I can't go there because I don't have like a work visa to do that. And I'm not an American citizen. So we're like, we have no choice, but to be quarantined separately right now. Oh no. How are you how are you doing that? Is it like face FaceTimes every day, Zoom calls? Yeah. What's going on there? <laughs> we basically just have resorted to FaceTime everything, like FaceTime romance, like FaceTime date nights, FaceTime cooking with each other, like a lot of nudes have been sent. Like that's Yes, yes ma'am. <laughs> but the people on the retreat like prepared us for this. Like we went through we've gone through the craziest roller coaster together. So this is just like another obstacle we have to overcome basically what is it like I'm curious because obviously this show came out right when everything started going down what is it like kind of becoming more of a well-known person while you can't go out and do anything or travel because normally when a show would come out you'd be like traveling to cities and doing like meet and greets and going to LA you know is it weird for you in that in that respect it is kind of frustrating mainly because I can't be with Harry but I think it's like a double-edged sword. Like, yeah, we're not allowed to leave, but because everyone is at home, there's been a lot of people watching the show, definitely more than would have watched it originally because people are literally stuck at home doing nothing. So I think that's why the audience has been like so massive because everyone's stuck at home. So yeah, it sucks that I can't do all these fun things, but I feel like all these fun things are probably still going to be there. my main concern is just like not being able to be with harry that's like the worst part about it oh god that sucks (laughs) well for people who are um also doing long distance romance what is like your number one tip to keep things hot oh keep things hot i mean as awkward as it is like just have facetime sex like it might be (laughs) awkward the first time you do it but you'll get used to it like i literally like Harry bought like I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but he bought. Trust this is a safe space. <laughs> he bought a Clona Willy, so it's like it's like a a thing you order from Amazon. It's like a dildo, and you like stick your penis in it, and it molds it. 
and then oh my god that's iconic yeah it's sent to me so i have like a literal clone of his willy that i can can use yeah so i would recommend doing that and just being like open and keeping the lines of communication open and just sending like you have to obviously trust your partner to be sending nudes i would never recommend sending nudes because i've had definitely some like you know people have nudes leak all the time but if you trust your partner then be sexual and just you know go for it i love that and i will definitely be considering i know justin is taking notes as we speak <laughs> yeah i that 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 moment of silence was me literally writing down everything that you just said <laughs> wait we also have to know are you still friends with haley yeah haley and i are still friends mm-hmm. oh okay good <laughs> i was yeah. like she's a gem like i love her she's always had my back and she continues to have my back and I feel like now it's my time to have hers because she was so like team Frankie on the show. And now like she's getting like a little bit of hate, but she's honestly such an amazing person and her good qualities weren't necessarily broadcasted. So it's been a little bit hard for her, but yeah, she's the best. Like I love her. I'm excited for this to be over. So her and I can like just cause some, wreak some havoc together. Oh yes. You're like part two, honey. It didn't end there. (laughs) Do you have any regrets about that moment or no? Oh no, that was, no, that was so fun. <laughs> I love that you guys are just like, fuck it. <laughs> oh, but it's like, it, it was so easy. It was such an easy decision because we were so alienated and we felt like everyone's against us for no reason. Like this sucks. Like they don't need the money. Like it would be in my situation. If I didn't want people to lose money, I would be nice to them. You know, I wouldn't be a dick to them and not talk to them and make them yeah. feel alienated because then what do they owe you they don't owe you anything you know what I mean so at that moment we're like these people suck like let's just stir the pot like we are bored and it was just it was very fun for us like we had a few days where we no one knew that it was us and we were just like running around the house like little maniacs being like well it wasn't it so it was just like a lot of fun and I definitely don't regret that that was like one of my highlights honestly mine too I have to say <laughs> I was like, actually, that's what's drawing me into the show. I was like, okay, two hot girls making out. I'm pressing play. Yeah, there was a lot of people that would be like, how could you do that? Like, you guys suck. But then the majority are like, we get why you did that. And like, we would have done the same thing. I have to ask, like, there was so much mystery when everyone on the first episode, when everyone started to meet each other, where I'm so curious what you were told the show was going to be like before you agreed to do it. And why you why you were like, this seems like a cool project for me. Yeah, so basically, um, while we were being casted, um, all I knew was that it was going to be somewhere warm, somewhere tropical, and... Yeah, so that automatically, I was like, okay, sweet. And then I knew I had it to be, I had to be single. So my worst fear was that it was going to be like influencer survivor. So that yeah. was like, okay, it better not be something where they don't let me have my makeup or my hair products or they take away all technology and they put us on a beach somewhere and we have to survive and build fires. That was what I was kind of thinking. <laughs> I'm like, please, God, like I cannot build a fire. Like I'm resourceful, but I'm not that resourceful. So I was hoping it wasn't me that. So I was just open to the idea of anything. And then once we got to Mexico, like when they flew us down is when we found out more of the premise. So we're like, okay, dating show, there's money involved we still had no idea and the first few days we were there we were all just like okay this is great like 
they're giving us some alcohol, they're giving us things to play with, but why are we here? We still didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) They're giving us some things to play with. I love that. Condoms, and we were like, okay, like, this is fun. Like, why are we here? And then that moment when you see the cone go off, Lana, for Harry and I, when we were kissing, that is actually when the, that's how it happened. Like, they didn't, that was exactly how it went down, and we were very confused. Like, we saw the cone there, but none of us, you know, I thought it was an alarm or something to be like, okay, dinner time or okay, you know what I mean? So yeah. it was the biggest shock. And I don't think any of us signed up for gross, learn about yourself celibacy retreat. So that's why it was such a shock originally. We were like, okay, like what? Like, I don't want to be here anymore. But yeah, yeah, it was an experience and it was a lot of fun. So it was like, I never want to sign up for growth. That's my truth. Yeah. <laughs> no one went into, everyone went into it super horny and super single. And I think if, a few of us knew the premise was like, okay, like learn about yourself, no sex. A lot of people would have opted out and I probably would have been one of those people. <laughs> but look at you now, girl. <laughs> I'm, I'm a grown ass woman, different person. I know all the things now. Found the love of my life. Like it just worked out for me. Good. I actually have to ask about the, the vagina painting class or the Yoni <laughs> painting class. How was that? Was it spiritual? Were you moved? It was kind of, the way they portrayed it was kind of more like silly. But when we were in it, like, and we were doing it, it was very emotional. And I was just like, I had like a bunch of epiphanies. I was like, okay, like, clearly I'm not respecting myself. And clearly I'm not respecting others as much as I should be. I'm not considering anyone else's emotions but my own and Harry's as well. So it really made me realize like, okay, like, everyone has an individual story and I need to be more considerate of everyone else's feelings because I'm not here alone and it is a prize that we're all splitting and we are all here together so it was definitely a very awakening challenge for me and I think the other girls as well like it just brought us closer because there was all this stuff that was happening and I feel like it united us after that okay so I have to ask about this rumor that you apparently dated Diplo which we, we wrote about on paper and everyone lost their minds with excitement. And I actually got some weird like conspiracy theory emails in response about like your tattoo and if it's true, which I don't know any of it, if it, any of it is true. So I'm just curious what you have to say about that. What are these conspiracy theories about the tattoo? Yeah, what? <laughs> I honestly, okay, you know when you get like psycho emails and you kind of just like skim it and you're like, okay, this person's out of their mind onto the next. It was some like, it was like a crazy person that had all these like weird screenshots and they were like, it's actually a tattoo of this. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna delete this email and it feels like spam. Yeah, so the tattoo does not say Diplo. Um, I got it before I met him, but uh, yeah, I met him like... I want to go with like six, seven years ago. I've known him for a really long time. And during that period, we've hung out periodically off and on. When I'm in his neck of the woods, when he's in my neck of the woods, we hang out. But it was never like exclusive, anything like that. We just have remained, you know, like friends with benefits for a very prolonged period of time, basically. (laughs) I love that. that. Yeah. Are you friends with anyone else from the show? You obviously, like we said, you still talk to Haley and obviously Harry, but is there anyone else that you keep in touch with? Um, I was close with a few of the other girls, but I think we've all been so busy the past few weeks and we haven't really kept in as close contact, but it is really hard. Like they're in the UK and there's a lot going on for all of us. And I've just been kind of focusing on keeping my relationship with Harry strong. And there's been 
there's drama in regards to everything that's been happening. So I'm just kind of trying to be like, I've like kind of excluded myself from the group chats and the groups and stuff like that. Just for sure. like, no one needs extra drama on top of like the yeah, exactly. And there's been, there's been stuff going on that I'm just like I'm just gonna eject myself from the situation and focus on everything that makes me happy and not things that make me upset. T. So I just pulled up that scary email. <laughs> and it this person believes that the name tattooed inside your mouth is Hardwell. Ah, I'm busted. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so um I'm gonna look like a groupie now. I okay, so I have a lot of DJ friends that I'm close with still, and I don't know how it's just a coincidence that they happen to be DJs, like usually they reach out to me first stuff like that so yeah when I was younger like I was hanging out with Hardwell for a bit his name's Robert but I was hanging out with him and he was flying me and my girlfriend out to his shows and we were like 20 at the at this time we weren't even legal yet so this was like six this was ages ago like I'm pretty sure I probably was like yeah 1920 so this was like I was a little young pup very naive a young pup (laughs) young pup yeah like this isn't something I would do now like I don't regret the tattoo because at the time it was like a very fun period of my life and you know when you're young and you're being flown out and stuff like that it's like exciting and but yeah it's I mean I regret I hope that a lot of like my other DJ friends aren't like what are you like what like who are you but yeah it says Hardwell no we're all 19 ones (laughs) I was really young and it was yeah I was in Miami one night and I was just like you know what me and my friends that we were all hanging out it was like a throuple basically she got the same one I love it yeah so that happened (laughs) no regrets I feel like I would have I feel like I would have done the same thing yeah (laughs) when you're you're young and you're like new to that world it's something fun that you do but obviously looking back now like I wouldn't do it now but at the time like no regrets so once quarantine is over what is the first thing you're going to do um, I'm definitely going to fly to see Harry in LA. That is number one first thing on the list. That makes sense. Patiently, <laughs> patiently waiting for <laughs> enough of that yeah. fake Willie. <laughs> the clone Willie. <laughs> clone Willie. Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> oh yeah, like we're gonna just lock ourselves in a room for like probably forty eight hours and just like because you know. it's yeah. been like, the end of February, beginning of March, the last time we saw each other. So wow, it's gonna be probably like two months by the time. I mean, I don't think it's going to be lifted anytime soon, unfortunately. I know it'll probably be another yeah. or something. So Yeah. Well, here's to hoping that it lifts anytime soon. But also, thank you yeah. so much for coming on this podcast. Yes. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, my God. You're so fun. <laughs> Can you remind our audience again where to follow you? Uh, my Instagram is Francesca Farago. If you guys want to follow my bikini brand, it's Farago the Label. And hopefully, my content is not disappointing for you guys. Yes, we plug love it. A plug. Plug, it. plug it all. Yes. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. We will be back with a new episode next week, so keep listening for us every Thursday. And if you love internet or even slightly enjoy it, and again, as always, if you hate it, please be sure to like and subscribe and share with friends. We'll see you next week, and make sure you're brushing your teeth twice a day. Again?